News Talk Lunchtime with Jonathan Healy. Thanks to Vodafone. Do business your way with Vodafone Red Business. Now, as always at this time every week, we go to our man in the States, Kevin Cullen of the Boston Globe, to see what's making the headlines in the USA. Good afternoon to you, Kevin. How are you, John? I'm good, thanks. Uh, in a week where Mandela's life was celebrated and world leaders gathered at a memorial service in Johannesburg to pay their respects to the former president, uh, David Cameron, uh, the British Prime Minister, the Danish Prime Minister and President Obama took part in a selfie from the stands that was beamed all around the world. What's been the reaction to that in, in, in the States? Because I can tell you on this side of the pond, Kevin, um, really that overshadowed much of the coverage of the of the actual funeral or memorial service itself. Well, I, 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 there's an awful lot of coverage of that here too, John, but it really falls down around the partisan press. So, I mean, obviously the, the, uh, the memorial service to Nelson Mandela was a very big story here uh, in the United States, particularly because the president and the first lady were there. Uh, but within the partisan press, the Fox News, um, the talk radio, uh, the conservative press in America. What I found amusing is um, the conservative press, people like Bill O'Reilly, Rush Limbaugh uh, on talk radio, they spent the past week telling us that Nelson Mandela was a murdering terrorist. And they thought it was wrong that Obama was going there. Uh, Bill O'Reilly kept talking about him being a communist, as if that means anything. <laughs> And um, and then as soon as Obama went there, that the the, the the same conservative press uh, media turned into that Obama was showing disrespect at Nelson Mandela's service by taking a selfie, which to me undercuts any credibility about attacking Mandela in the first place. And this is just as somebody said to me. Uh, you know, he he actually works in an office where conservative talk radio is played daily. And he said that once he actually kept track and the word Obama was said a hundred times in one hour, they, they can't they can't survive without, you know, attacking Obama. This is just the latest example, the latest tool. So, I mean, it's it's been a little ridiculous. And frankly, the coverage of this issue has been racist and sexist um, on both levels. So it's, it's a field day for the right wing in America, put it that way. Do you mean sexist, Kevin, because the Danish prime the minister... The Danish prime minister yeah. was treated. She was just, she was reduced to a sex object. Um the the tabloid the right wing tabloids the Boston Herald here in Boston the New York Post in New York uh, needless to say these are Murdochian um, publications you know they showed her getting out of a car big leggy shots I mean it's 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 the same as the red top tabloids in 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 Britain and in in unfortunately in Ireland mm. too I mean that's how it was covered it's like she's the blonde bombshell. And Michelle Obama was jealous. I just, yeah. Given what's going on in the world, that John Kerry was testifying before Congress about probably one of the most important issues facing not just the United States, but the world. The idea of, 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 of having the Iranians stop their, their chase of a nuclear weapon. The idea that American forces could be somehow brought into play if this diplomacy doesn't work. There was so little attention given to that, John. And they and you know and so many people in the American media spent the last two three days 
going on and on about a selfie. It just shows how ridiculous. Uh, the silly season usually starts in, in, in the summer, but right now it's, you know, just in time for Christmas. I can tell you it's not confined to the States, Kevin. There was an I'm awful, sure it is. It was, it was huge that the, the whole business of the selfie was carried in the media uh, ad nauseum over here. And as you rightly mentioned, the, the, the other side of it was the fact that Michelle Obama seemed to be uh, sitting away from, from the, the, the three leaders in question and, and sort of being a bit upset that her husband was taking a, a selfie with, with the Danish Prime Minister. But um, can I just say on the wider scale, um, mm. uh, Kevin, the, 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 the whole business of the, of the Mandela it, um, memorial the other day and the fact that it was a, um, a, a celebration, was there, was there any sense of, of, of that when, when the selfie was being discussed in terms of the coverage in the States? I, I, the coverage of the States, I don't think captured, I, I, it kind of, it, it didn't focus on it. But it also remarked on sort of the shambolic aspects of it, the idea that there was a, a, a guy that was signing, doing sign language next to the president who actually doesn't know, know how to do sign language, <laughs> that many of the, that, that it was such a mess with the rain and the security getting to the, to the stadium that a lot of people with all those world leaders in there, a lot of people went into that stadium, they weren't even checked for weapons. Uh, so there was sort of that kind of, but I think President Obama's, Speech, which was pretty remarkable on many different levels, because he called out Americans in general. He called out other countries in general. I mean, he obviously the the handshake with Raúl Castro that got an awful lot of attention. But you know, that was it's funny because I thought that the right wing would go crazy over that, but they were so busy go getting uh, you know huffed up about um, the selfie gate. Mm that they dropped the Castro thing immediately, you know, which was really kind of amazing. Yeah, because I want to talk about that. But just before we leave the selfie, I read a very interesting article the other day from the guy from AFP who actually took that photograph of, of mm-hmm. the three leaders taking the selfie. And he wrote a very strong article about how he was disgusted, actually, about the fact that this this picture had gone around the world and had overshadowed what was the celebration of Mandela's life, the commemoration exactly. of his death, you know? Yeah, um, that, and that's it. it. It was clearly a different that there was definitely and that was captured certainly i think in the initial coverage here that it was more celebratory than you know grief stricken because you know it's not even his funeral it was a memorial sure. service and in most memorial services you, you remember the person as they live not how they died or why i mean mandela lived in 95 for god's sure. sake i mean it, it and his life should have been celebrated and and i, I don't mean to i i think the vast majority of Americans, in fact, took it for that way. It's just that the, the right-wing press in America is just like the right-wing press in Europe, that they, they, they obsess about certain things. Obama can't do anything right by these people. There's nothing he could possibly do that would satisfy them. So you take it for what it is. Sure. Listen, Ed, and, you, uh, you, you, sorry, but, Kevin. But I really do think that the, memori- that the memorial service for most Americans was seen for what it was. You mentioned about the shake hands with Raul Castro. I mean, that mm-hmm. was one of those shake hands that certainly opened eyes on this side of, of the Atlantic sure. Ocean. And it's something that wouldn't have been seen, um, you know, when it hasn't been seen, in fact, for the last 50 years. No. And, you know, and, and a lot of people reading tea leaves into it, what does this mean? I frankly don't think the Obama administration will do anything to reproach anything with the Cubans. And I think that's a great lost opportunity. I think it's ludicrous. Then, then, then the why American do it? Because it, it wasn't just an accident. 
No, it wasn't. I think he obviously thought about this, and he knew that it would be photographed there. So he obviously, there was a lot of debate. Now, the other thing is you have to look at the hard-cold politics of this, that the, the, Castro, I mean, the, um, the Cuban exile vote in America has tended to be hardcore Republican, very conservative, and, and turns elections in Florida, which is always a prime state in presidential uh, politics. But the numbers that they crunched after this most recent election when Obama was reelected showed that the divide among Cuban Americans voting for Obama and Mitt Romney was about equal. And it was the real generational switch. The younger Cubans, kids that might have been here for two generations, they couldn't give, you know, two feathers about all this anti-Castro stuff because they're so removed from it. They're totally Americanized. They're totally, yeah. uh, you know, acclimated to being Americans first and Cubans second. And that has changed. So I think in that climate, I think Obama felt like he wasn't doing anything to alienate his base by doing that. I mean, to me, like I said, I think it's, it's kind of, it says everything about America that you can get any kind of pornography, including child pornography that you want, but you can't get a Cuban cigar legally. <laughs> Kevin, I mean, that's just nuts. Kevin, thank you very much indeed. We've run out of time. But Kevin Cullen from the Boston Globe, as always on a Friday, thank you very much indeed for joining us on News Talk Lunchtime. News Talk Lunchtime with Jonathan Healy. Thanks to Vodafone. Do business your way with Vodafone Red Business.